Hey, Stephen, I just realized we never actually got you to answer my question last time, which is, what are things that are mysteries to you that you're concerned about? I'll tell you the one mystery that concerns me. Yes. Why is it that I can maybe eight and a half out of ten times hit a golf ball well and the other one and a half out of ten times not hit it well when it's the same person standing there with the same muscles and the same brain? That's my mystery. Well, it's not necessarily all about muscles and brain, right? There's a thousand little details happening in the environment every second. See, this is, is the, the kind wind of blowing? thinking that makes it worse, I hate to tell you, because then I start to think more about the thousand yeah. variables. How's the wind You're not turning the grass You're not that moment? Can we change the subject? We can. Thanks. I got a question for you. All right. I appreciate your wanting to solve my mystery for me, but I just... I, I did have an it's answer. It's like you go to the doctor... With a broken arm, you don't and they know. press on it and say, does it hurt here? And you're like, yes. So that's kind of where you were or taking like, my golf. No, it's like going to a doctor with a broken arm, and he tells you instead you have irritable bowel syndrome. Mm. Well, You didn't want to hear who's, it. Who's saying you, you don't? Bro- I came here who's for the arm, you and you're telling me about irritable bowel syndrome. Well, I think you've got irritable podcast host syndrome. And what better to talk about after irritable bowel syndrome than crime? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, all right. Because one plainly leads to the other. So here's a question we got from a listener. His name is Catherine V. Why haven't we evolved as a species away from aggression? And I had two very strong thoughts. My first thought is I want to respond to that question myself. Okay. But my pre-first thought, my first first thought was, well, James is going to love that question because James loves to talk about evolution of the species and how it affects the way we behave. So again, the question stated by Catherine V., Why haven't we evolved as a species away from aggression? Well, I would answer based not on my own anecdotal experience, but we know who's the guy, Steven Pinker, who wrote the book uh, about violence, and he basically did, did the study that shows every single century, at least over the past 50 centuries, violence as a, like, let's say violent deaths as a percentage of the population has actually gone down. So as a species, we have been evolving past aggression And I think a lot of that has to do with trade. So it used to be we lived in a world of limited resources. Either I owned your land or you owned my land. But over the centuries, we've developed new ways of kind of generating food for ourselves. We've developed new ways of of trade through currency. We've developed uh, capitalism and the Industrial Revolution. So all of these methods of trade have actually limited aggression because I no longer need to invade your country uh, to get your resources, get we could trade resources instead. And so then it's, it benefits us to be nice to each other. So I'm so glad to hear you give that answer because that was basically the answer I would have given, which is that, Catherine, you sound like a nice, well-intentioned person asking why haven't we evolved as a species away from aggression. I guess you could argue but, but that But I think we... there's another question that in there. I'm sorry to interrupt. Sorry. I always interrupt. I'm pretty used to it now. But why do people perceive that there's more aggression uh, all the That time? was my second response. Uh, James, uh, you and I are mind-melding we're, today. We're, we're reading each other's minds. I like it. But also, in Catherine's defense, I could... So we're defining aggression as violence, essentially, in crime. And I kind of primed the pump by saying we're going to talk about crime. But theoretically, you could say that if you define aggression more broadly, 
you could say that maybe we don't know. I mean, I think this is, would be a lot harder to argue that we are less aggressive as a species, but I believe we are much less aggressive. So I, I mean, was going to— What was it like? Something like in Paleolithic times. I don't know when it is. Let's say 10,000 years ago. Yeah, we ago. don't have good data on that. How many—what percentage of people—or let's say 5,000 years ago. What percentage of males died of a violent death as opposed right. to now? How many 5,000? We don't have data on that. Here, let me give you—I'll give you some data. So in Freakonomics, which we wrote in 2005, we wrote—I'm going to read you a paragraph. Consider the historical trend in homicide, not including wars, but I can tell you something about wars in a minute if you want to know, which is both the most—homicide is both the most reliably measured crime and the best barometer of a society's overall crime. By the way, one thing that people never think about why murder is such a valuable thing for criminology is because you know that the thing actually happened because there's a body. So there might be a lot of other kinds of crime that are underreported, maybe even overreported, but it's hard to under or overreport homicide, which is why it's a good barometer, not that it's such a, a great thing to think about otherwise. So I'll keep reading. These statistics compiled by the criminologist Manuel Eisner track the historical homicide levels in five European regions. And we have a little chart in Freakonomics that shows for England, then Netherlands and Belgium, then Scandinavia, Germany and Switzerland, and Italy. We're going to pause for a moment because Stephen's going to argue with me about Star Wars or something, but more answers right after this break. Valentine's Day is coming, and a printed image can say so much more than the traditional cliched gifts. So this year, think outside the chocolate box by giving a favorite moment or memory printed beautifully directly on glass. And that is precisely what today's sponsor, Fracture, can do for you. All you have to do is upload your photo to the Fracture website, place your order, and in a few days you'll receive your Fracture right out of an environmentally friendly package that is ready to mount. All you have to do is stick the screw in the wall and hang it. They even throw in a screw, which is very considerate. It's all very affordable as well, with prices starting at just $15 for their small square size. They make really sleek-looking gifts for your loved ones. You can dive into all those photos that are collecting virtual dust in your smartphone and pick out some nice romantic shots of you and the missus or mister or whatever or whomever, maybe your dog, to give them on Valentine's Day. Fracture has some special offers going on through February 14th, so don't miss out. The website is FractureMe.com. And here's the important part. The code QUESTION, as in question of the day, will get you 10% off your first order. QUESTION. Use that code at FractureMe.com. So I'll give, let me pick one that looks pretty representative. Uh, What country do you care most about, James? Italy? Germany and Switzerland, England. England. All right, England. Um, 13th and 14th century, the estimated homicide rate was 23 per 100,000 people. Uh, By the 16th century, 7. By the 19th century, 1.7. And by the latter half of the 20th century, 0.9, less than 1. So to go from 23 to roughly 1, so a 23-fold decrease in rate of homicide. That's homicide. Okay, so that's what we wrote then based on the work by this guy, Emanuel Eisner. Pinker's book, which you referenced, which is a good and interesting book called The Better Angels of Our Nature, I believe he cites Eisner and many others because that's not the kind of researcher Pinker is. He's, um, although he, he did a really good job synthesizing all this. Here's one thing that Pinker told us when we had him on our Freakonomics radio show at one point. This is just a neat a neat illustration. In tribal societies, hunter-gatherers and hunter-horticulturalists, an average of about 15% of people 
met their ends through violence. In the 20th century, if you try to come up with the highest estimate you can, combining all the wars, all the genocides, all the man-made famines, you get to about 3%. Mm. So no matter how you slice it, especially on when it comes to violence and crime, we are way, 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 way less involved in it than we used to be. I would also argue that if you look at almost any other measure of human prosperity or whatever you care about, you know, accidental deaths by fire, longevity, access to food and water, et cetera, again, we've had constant, 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 constant increase. Doesn't mean there aren't challenges and so on. But to go to your question, which was the same question I had, why do you think that so many people, including a presumably intelligent person like Catherine V, who writes in, has an impression that the world is so different than it actually is, even in or maybe especially in relation to what it used to be? Okay, I think the answer is obvious. Is that You're going to blame the media now. No, I think that the number is higher. But it's not even. Even if you measure things in absolutes, I mean, even, okay. No, because there's hundreds of millions of people yeah, is 3% Yeah, but it depends now. how far back you go. But if you go like back, 3% like... Like, 3% of 7 billion is 210 million. Like, you couldn't kill 210 million people, you know, 2,000 years ago. Well, two things. I mean, the number would be higher as long as the rate is falling uh, relatively slow and the population is increasing relatively fast. But even, you know, I mean, rate is what we care about, right? In other words— No, not necessarily. What if I care about just the number? Mm. Then that's the perception. Okay. So you think because, that's Because why. then, let's say in conjunction with the media, the media has 210 million stories to tell mm-hmm. and make it and glorify all these different deaths and so on. You know, I think another reason may be this, or maybe it's not a, yeah, maybe it is a reason for why this is. So when you say to a lot of people what I said a little bit ago that, you know, the world is basically, quote, better off now than it ever was, most people will pick a fight like that and they'll say, well, it's not for everybody. It is it is if you're, you know, a white man living in America, as James, you and I both are. And, and I certainly agree that it, being a white man in America is about as easy as it gets. But I will say this. I think that when people push against the notion that things are better, I think it reflects a human instinct that I actually like a lot, which is that you can always help more. You can always fix it up. You can always help people who need help, even if the tide is risen and all boats are a little bit higher. There's still some people who have really dinky boats that might be springing leaks. And I think that our kind of pessimism and fatalism, as much as I dislike it, because I feel like it can be really counterproductive, it means that people do a lot of things out of fear and out of lack of information. I feel that people being never satisfied with the status quo is, at the end of the day, a really healthy thing. Uh, yeah. Nicely said. (laughs) Different day, same question-based podcast. What will we solve next time? Stay tuned. Thanks again to our sponsor today, Fracture. They're a company that's changing the photo market by printing your digital photographs directly on glass. Every Fracture is made by hand in Gainesville, Florida, checked by an actual human being for quality assurance, and it's delivered with a solid backing ready to mount onto the wall right out of their eco-friendly packaging. They even throw in the screw. With prices starting at $15, it's affordable and makes for a fantastic gift. This year for Valentine's Day, think outside the box by giving a favorite moment or memory printed beautifully directly on glass. Fracture has some special offers going on through February 14th, so don't miss out. The website is FractureMe.com 
And here's the important part. The code QUESTION, as in question of the day, will give you 10% off your first order. QUESTION. Use that code at FractureMe.com. Big thanks to Fracture for supporting the Question of the Day podcast. Here is what James and I will be talking about next time on Question of the Day. Let me ask you a question. We're early in the year 2016. What are your goals for the year? You're going to do more podcasts? What are you going to do new well, this year? I tell you, I'm not a very calendrical goal setter. Oh, my God. First, there was crepidarianism. Now there's calendrical. Speak English. <laughs>